The Chicago Bears make several additions to their staff, which we're going to talk about. We're also going to talk about the the prospect of Khalil Mack returning to the Chicago Bears. And then lastly, we're going to look at the top five quarterback prospects for the Chicago Bears in this upcoming draft. We're going to get into all that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content. All right, Bears fans, so the Chicago Bears have made a number of staff signings. First up, John Hoke has now been hired as the team's cornerback coach and defensive pass game coordinator. Hoke played 11 games for the Chicago Bears back in 1980 and then moved into coaching a couple years after that. He played, he hired, was hired by the Texans in 2002 and did a, he was a, had a six-year stint as the defensive back coach here in 2009. So uh, that's an addition that the Chicago Bears have made to their staff. On top of that, they've now had hired a player engagement strength and conditioning coach, Isaiah Harris, and assistant strength and conditioning coach, uh, Perry Ningo. Uh, so both of them have previously been in the organization as well. So bringing in just more people familiar with that organization. And then Zach Gable has also been hired as offensive quality control coach. And Omar Young has also been promoted to assistant quarterback and wide receivers coach. So again, just a number of, you know, changes in the staff. How much these changes are going to matter? You know, it's it's small staff changes. But another one in this is that um, it looks like the Bears offer defensive back coach, uh, Washington Commanders defensive back coach, uh, Chris Harris, the secondary coach and pass game coordinator position. No word yet on if he's accepted the position, but the Bears are making moves. Right now, they are making moves in the coaching staff. Um, how well that plays off into a major part of the Bears, I don't expect very much from that. But again, if you guys hear these names, these could be names that eventually get hired to more higher up coordinators at some point. Be on the lookout. Almost everyone that's also been mentioned also had previous stints with the Chicago Bears, so they're familiar with the organization, bringing in some familiarity and just how this uh, organization runs. I'm sure that that helps, you know, especially coaching staff, first year coaching, first year coming out their first year being in Chicago. Um, so, you know, just look at that type of thing. Nothing major there. But the next thing that I want to talk about is something that kind of popped up here on social media lately, and that's the potential of Khalil Mack returning. Now, we know that we traded him away last year. We actually traded him for the pick that became Jaquan Brisker. Thank you for that, by the way. Damn good player, Jaquan Brisker, and a big part of the Chicago Bears' future. But with Khalil Mack moving on and the team uh, that's that signed him or has him right now considering cutting his contract to open up some cap space, considering he has a $20 million um, contract, could he come back? And here's what I'm going to say to that. While I love Khalil Mack while I was here, he was here for a while. I love his play. He put up some big seasons for us. Khalil Mack really doesn't fit the timeline. I want to see younger players on that defensive line. I do think they're going to remake that either by signing uh, someone like a De'Aaron Payne or going after uh, Will Anderson or Jalen Carter. And there is something to say to bring in a veteran with that. But to me, uh, Khalil Mack hasn't had a season of double-digit sacks since um, 2020. Not very positive there. And while Khalil Mack isn't a terrible player, his season last season was very disappointing. Ryan Poles made the right move to move on from him, especially looking at, at that contract. Now, of course, if he's uh, waived and we end up signing him, he's not going to get that level of money. But I would much rather see that money go elsewhere. That's just my personal opinion on it. I know some people, the nostalgia factor of it. If you want nostalgia when it comes to Khalil Mack, the highlights are there, right? We have those highlights. You can always go back and look at that. As far as him coming to this team and playing an impact role, or even being something that we spend considerable money at, if he's willing to come for the minimum, hell, at that point, I'm not mad at anybody for the minimum. But when, it, when you look at like actually trying to improve this defensive line, I just I don't look at Khalil Mack as, the, as a guy that I'd rather bring in, especially because he's still going to command a nice amount of money. Of course, not the $20 million if he's waived that's on his contract right now, but the amount of money that, that Khalil Mack would probably want 
isn't something that I would just want. You have a, you have a, corner, a, a, a defensive lineman that's on the back half of their career. I'm not really looking forward to it. I, you know, not to say that, especially I, I just talked about how uh, a lot of the, the uh, coordinator signings and the, and the staff signings were all former Bears. Wow, that's the only nostalgia I want. I'm good. I'm good on Khalil Mack. I don't want to see him come back here. Again, not necessarily an indictment on him outright, but just where I sit on that right now, I'm good on that. I am really good on seeing Khalil Mack um, back in the Chicago Bears uniform. So that's my opinion on it. You guys can let me know what you guys think on everything down below there. But next up, I want to talk about, we, we, we've been doing position by position. I want to talk about the, the top five cornerbacks, not necessarily in the draft, um, because uh, the, the top like three or four cornerbacks in the draft are going to be drafted way earlier than the Chicago Bears uh, project to have a pick. But I do want to talk about the top uh, prospects for the Chicago Bears that I like to see them take a look at. The first one on here, and again, this is somebody who could be outside of the range for the Chicago Bears. There is some talk that he could drop a little bit. This is sophomore Kelly Ringo, um, 205-pound cornerback. He's 6'2". He played in Georgia. You guys know I like my Georgia defensive players. If you notice on this list, almost every list that I have for defensive players is going to be a player from Georgia on it. He, I love his combination of height, weight, and speed. He has great instincts. He plays amazing in-zone coverage. The issues with him change the direction. He doesn't necessarily go after the ball. He's not going to be a player that gets a lot of uh, turnovers. Also, the start and stop. For players that are very creative on their route running, can do the start and stop, the change of direction speed, he doesn't project to have the best ability to guard those players. So again, I like him, but he may be outside of the Bears' range. And then on top of that, I just don't know if he has. Again, he'll be coming in probably being, if they were drafted third, but I'm not necessarily looking for that one. The next one, Caillou Blue Bill, uh, uh, Kelly. He's a cornerback from Stanford, 6'1", 190 pounds. This is another guy who goes after the ball. He's great in man coverage, which you need. You need players that are good and solid guarding man-to-man -man at that cornerback position. He has a great play style, and he has one of those kind of star-style uh, demeanors, which you look at with that. He has uh, the, the, some of the issues with him. Not really the best in, in every scheme, so you'd have to use him in a way. He does have the upside to develop into a CB1, even though we think we may have that in Kyler Gordon and the other cornerbacks that we have here. Wouldn't necessarily be that. But again, as a high upside pick, don't mind him at all. I don't know if he's going to be able to come in and make the impact right away. And again, we don't even know if the Chicago Bears are going to go after a cornerback in this draft. And he also has an issue with missing tackles at times. Those are some of the biggest issues with him. Again, but somebody who especially uh, look, looking out for. He's going to be in the Senior Bowl. Luke Getze would get to take a look at him. Things like that. The Bears are going to be down there very well represented. Good. Wouldn't, wouldn't hurt taking a look at. Next one up is Travis Hodges-Tomlinson. This is a cornerback out of TCU. 5'9", 177 pounds. Another guy who has great athleticism, amazing speed. He's, he's great in man coverage. He can be a lockdown defender on the NFL level, even with that height being only 5'9". Very physical Versatile, really versatile in the types of schemes and positions that you can use them for. The, the biggest issue and concern with him is the size issue, especially against some of the bigger cornerbacks in the league. He's only 5'9", 177 pounds. You want to see him put on a little bit of weight, but again, could his frame even take that? He struggles against the block sometimes. Therefore, he's not going to be great against the run. He's strictly going to be in passing, which could work as him being the third cornerback. And he also has an issue with missed tackles at times. But again, especially later on in the draft, uh, slated to go somewhere in that lower second and third round area. Wouldn't be somebody that I necessarily mind the Bears taking a look at. Next up, Emmanuel Forbes. Now, this is a cornerback out of Mississippi State. He's a junior, six foot, 180 pounds. This is another guy who goes after the ball. 
He can work in almost any any coverages. Very intelligent player with great instincts at the at the cornerback. The issue with him at and this the hitch principle make help with this is that he's overly aggressive at times. He takes a lot of chances. He can get some uh some pass call uh foul calls. You want to look out for that. He's a very slim frame player as well. So you worry about some of the durability there. He's extremely extremely aggressive. Let's be clear here. This is probably one of the more aggressive cornerbacks in this draft. Now that could work out in your favor if you can kind of get him to be a little bit more disciplined as we the Bears uh, defense was at the start of the season but that over over aggressiveness sometimes goes to miss assignments it can get him with penalties and sometimes he gets just gets caught out of position being a little bit too touchy on those positions so that is somebody that I would be interested in the Bears taking a look at Emmanuel Forbes but I wouldn't be surprised if that over aggressiveness maybe makes them Take a, you know, look elsewhere if they were to draft a cornerback again. We don't really know exactly if they're even going to be targeting the cornerback position. But again, something to look out for for the Chicago Bears at that cornerback position. Next up, I want to talk about Garrett Williams. This is another cornerback out of Syracuse. He's a sophomore, six foot, 190 pounds. Another prospect that has great instincts in zone coverage specifically. He's a very physical player, aggressive as well, but he has that controlled aggressiveness aggressiveness not like the last player we talked about where he can kind of get out of control at times very competitive tough player has the ability to be a lockdown cornerback of that the upside is there he's still recovering from an ACL injury he got in October of 2022 so just a couple months ago now the reason why that could actually help the Bears get him is that this is a guy who would be slated to go in the earlier rounds but that ACL injury may make teams a little gun shy on drafting him now the Bears trying to add depth bringing in, being able to be a little bit more patient there, they may be able to take a a, a a flyer on him and draft him. If he falls, some, I, I would say if he falls late third, early fourth, I wouldn't mind them taking um taking a shot at him. He he doesn't have the elite speed, and sometimes he, stay, he has a problem staying connected to wide receivers, but that aggressiveness, the controlled aggressiveness, the competitiveness from him, and the scheme versatility from him, and that, that upside to be a potential lockdown cornerback, may make the Bears take a bit of a look on him. Now, since he does have an ACL injury, I'm going to throw in a number six option here. This is Tyreek Stevenson, cornerback out of Miami, junior, six foot, 214 pounds. This is a big guy, and he and he thrives in man coverage. This is a guy who, listen, the strength that he plays with, if you just see the, the, the strength that he has, I don't know if there are very many cornerbacks that are as strong as what he projects to be. He has an NFL-ready body now. He's going to be able to stand up to some of the bigger wide receivers in the NFL just by his physicalness and aggressiveness. Um, he's still developing. He was only a two-year starter out, out in Miami. He has that aggressive uh, uh, mentality and a demeanor that is just that. Again, kind of like with, with wide receivers, with cornerbacks, the great ones have a certain demeanor. He has it. He's a great physical tackler on top of that. Doesn't have that issue of missed tackles with him. Some of the issues and, and, and causes for concern for him is the scheme. He doesn't necessarily fit in every scheme as well, but his ability to play in zone and at man coverage could, you know, you can, you can coach him out of that. Um, he's he In open field, his tackling isn't the best. Now, in guarding being close, he's a great tackler, a physical tackler, but sometimes in that open field, he doesn't make the right decisions that lead him to missing tackles. But he's a, he's a great prospect. He also has some ability, some expect that he may actually play safety 
at the next level, even though he's listed as a cornerback now. So this could be another upside pick for the Chicago Bears that they can bring in a guy who has versatility in the positions that they can use him in, but also just has that demeanor and ability to go after the ball that we can very well use here in Chicago. He had two interceptions last year, 17 tackles. Again, not any eye-popping stats or anything like that, but definitely somebody that if he falls to the later rounds, right now he's projected to go 108th. That would put him in the range where I would not be mad at the Bears taking a flyer on a guy that, you know, you can coach him up and he can be very good, play multiple positions. So a guy that I would very much like the, uh, the Chicago Bears to take a look at. We'll see what ends up happening. But those are my cornerback prospects for today's episode of Chicago Bears Central. You guys can let me know what you guys think on any of those prospects. Also mention some more. And I keep pushing this mailbag episode. I want to hear from you guys. Tell us about some of your favorite prospects. You can also type in the comment section if you just put mailbag in front of your comment. I'll be able to pull it for the mailbag episode on Friday. So do that as well. But otherwise, you can follow the show at Shy Bear Central. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, Chicago Bear Central gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text and or voicemail for the mailbag episodes, the number to do so, 773-242-9336. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related because of you guys. And like I liked in every episode on Bear Down. Love you guys. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Media.